This is the kind of stuff that really gets me fired up because this is how medicine and healthcare should be. We should be able to reach out to each other, whether we're MPs, PAs, physicians, or nurses, because our end goal is really the same. As we take care of our patients primarily, we also need to take care of ourselves. And so having this community of medical education really, really gets me fired up. So this podcast message is for Allison, who sent me a voice message regarding our recent podcast series on restless leg syndrome. And she is from Chicago in labor and delivery. And she had a great question. Listen, your podcast didn't mention magnesium as a potential therapy for RLS. Well, is magnesium a therapy? And what's the data on that? Well, there is a solid answer. So in this session, we're going to cover for Allison and everyone else. Is magnesium sulfate or magnesium in general as a supplement a valuable treatment for RLS? So this session won't make much sense unless you've already listened to Restless Leg Syndrome in Pregnancy Part 1, which was really a review of the potential pathophysiology of the condition, and Part 2, which was the mainstream treatment and workup for the condition. In Part 2, we kind of touched on the issue of iron deficiency, especially in pregnancy, as a known contributor to the development of RLS. And so you have to do a proper workup for iron deficiency for women who present with that condition. But the question is quite valid. What about magnesium? I mean, isn't magnesium necessary for nerve conduction and muscle function? So let's get into magnesium here a little bit deeper, not just for RLS, but magnesium deficiency in general, and then we'll touch on its application for RLS. Regarding magnesium levels in most Americans' diets and in most Americans' bodies, there is a general consensus that we're just magnesium deficient, as we are for vitamin D and a variety of other things, because the American diet, let's be honest, is just not really what it should be, typically. And we're just not getting outside and eating well and exercising like we should. So there are certain risk factors in addition to a non-ideal diet that can increase the risk of magnesium deficiency. Of course, the first thing is things like diet, but other conditions like GI conditions like Crohn's disease or celiac disease or even regional enteritis can also deplete magnesium levels in the body. Additionally, being pregnant and lactating can decrease magnesium levels and so can parathyroid disorders or hyperaldosteronemia. Type 2 diabetes is also a known contributor to low magnesium levels and certain medications like proton pump inhibitors, certain diuretics, and some antibiotics long-term can lead to magnesium deficiency. Long-term magnesium deficiency can have adverse effects on bone density, on brain function, nerve, and muscle function, and that's where the kind of gray area with RLS ties into, but it's not as clear-cut as you would think. Magnesium deficiency can also have adverse effects on the digestive system. Certain symptoms of magnesium deficiency can include things like numbness and tingling in the extremities. So that's where the nerve and muscle issue comes in. Mag deficiency can cause numbness and tingling in the extremities, but not really RLS. And I'm going to get into that in just a minute. 
persistent low magnesium levels can also result in lower calcium levels, lower potassium levels. It can cause muscle cramps and muscle contractions, and in some cases could even be linked to personality disorders or seizures and even coronary artery spasm. Well, now that we've established that, what's the tie-in to RLS? Well, we've already said that magnesium deficiency can give some imbalance and altered function to nerves and muscles, but that's usually in the form of numbness or tingling or muscle spasm or cramps. Remember in part one of our RLS podcast, we covered that the pathophysiology is likely not peripheral, but central with a central imbalance between firing or the excitatory and inhibitory neuronal processes. It's thought that RLS doesn't happen at the muscle cell level, which is peripheral, but it happens more centrally. The idea behind magnesium helping with RLS is that perhaps RLS has to do with an overactive amount of calcium at the muscle cellular level. So giving magnesium could somehow bring that back into balance. But the truth is the data is not very clear and is very tenuous at best, and I'll cover that data in just a minute. But for right now, because RLS is thought to be more centrally mediated than peripheral, the role for magnesium is just not very firm and is quite controversial because the data is not there. Back in the late 90s, there was some small cohort studies that actually found that magnesium supplementation could help with something called periodic limb movement disorders, or PLMD, which was a very mild form or an early precursor to restless leg syndrome, RLS. But if you take a look at the data together as an aggregate, it just doesn't seem to be very helpful for this condition. Listen to this. The most recent systematic review that used the available data on magnesium supplementation for the treatment of RLS came from a 2019 publication from Sleep Medicine. Now, this was done because magnesium sulfate is often recommended as a supplement, either in oral forms or even magnesium baths like Epsom salts for the treatment of periodic limb movement disorders or RLS. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The authors found over 850 abstracts, but there just wasn't that many full texts that have gone through peer review. Actually, there was only one randomized placebo-controlled trial, and three full texts were case series, and four were small case studies. Now, the randomized clinical trial did not find a significant treatment effect of magnesium, but the authors realized that it could have been an underpowered study. After trying to put the data together through this review, the authors of this systematic survey found that after quality appraisal and synthesis of all the available evidence, the authors were just unable to make a conclusion as to the effectiveness of MAG for the treatment of RLS or periodic limb movement disorders. So the authors found that it just wasn't clear at all if magnesium could help relieve these symptoms, even though benefit might be there for very mild cases. But for moderate or severe cases, then the traditional algorithm like history and medication 
medication review and medication adjustment and a workup for iron deficiency is favored through the restless leg association. All right, Allison, thank you for your voice message because it made this podcast that much better. So is magnesium supplementation or mag baths like Epsom salts helpful for RLS or periodic limb movement disorder? Well, the truth is everybody is different. So if it's working for someone, please keep doing that. But also assess for the other known factors that can trigger RLS to be more comprehensive in treatment. While magnesium supplementation may help some with mild cases, for more moderate or severe or refractory cases, then the traditional workup and treatment algorithm is best adhered to. Now remember, I'm a big fan of magnesium supplementation for sure, because if you're identified to be mag deficiency, you just need magnesium for overall good health functioning and mental processes to begin with. But its association with RLS is pretty unclear. Now, as we close, here's an interesting tidbit. Allison actually sent the message from Chicago. Well, there's actually another location in Illinois that has a trial registered on clinicaltrial.gov out of Peoria looking for magnesium as a treatment option for RLS patients. That study projected completion date was April 2021, but obviously we don't have any trial data yet. And that was just a pilot study using a handful of patients to see if it's worth investigating anymore. So I don't know if that study was put on hold or affected by the pandemic, but it is registered on clinicaltrials.gov out of Peoria, Illinois. So until we get more data, stick with the traditional treatment workup and the traditional treatment algorithm for RLS or periodic limb movement disorder. And MAG, although it's overall helpful for good health, may only be a little bit beneficial for RLS. Allison, I do appreciate you sending the message and we'll see you next time on another episode of Clinical Pearls. <laughs>